we actually got the same number of pre-sales that we got in total sales for the year before. So even before we'd actually launched it, we created so much buzz around and so much interest through great photos, great packaging, great digital ads that we built the anticipation that it started selling. So they actually had to triple the production run by the time that they launched it. Welcome to Marketing Builder, the show where you'll get lots of little bricks of marketing advice to help you build up your marketing and your business. Drawing on over 20 years of marketing experience, your host, Daniel Oyston, will dive into a topic and provide you with short, sharp and to-the-point marketing advice that you can apply to your marketing straight away. Welcome to Marketing Builder. Let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, legends, pumped to have you joining me for this episode of Marketing Builder and also Todd Wright from Three Sides Marketing. That's the voice you heard at the start of the show. But it isn't just Todd joining us in this episode. He's just one guest on the show this time around. And I say one of the guests because unlike the previous seven episodes where we only had one expert joining us in this episode and the final episode as well, following on from this one, all the experts so far have been posed two questions which were kind of generalist ones and which I thought would make two awesome combined episodes where we get to hear multiple views about the same question in the one episode and both of those questions actually came from Roddy Boyd from 23 Creative and so in this episode our guest will answer Roddy's first question which was what was the best result you have seen from a marketing campaign, specifically small business? Now you'll remember that I mentioned I'm giving away a copy of Bob Regneris's book, the fourth edition of the Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising. And to be eligible, all you had to do was hit me up with a marketing question to answer and include on the show in this mini series of listener questions. So Roddy, along with all our other question submitters are in the running for that and I'll announce that winner at the end of the next episode. So the first expert up is Todd Wright from Three Sides Marketing, talking about a great result for a small business campaign. One of the best results that uh, we've worked on with, with a client has been with Underground Spirits, a uh, startup distillery in Canberra. And they got the opportunity to align with Floriard, Canberra's largest event. And by developing a partnership with Visit Canberra and Events ACT with Floriard, they were able to license the brand and develop their own pink gin. And with that pink gin in year one, it was called a, a it was called a lakeside gin and that was really fantastic and everyone really loved it. But in year two, what we did was we actually spent a little bit more time on the branding. We spent a little bit more time on the product packaging. It had a beautiful um, silver foiling. It went from a clear gin in year one, which was a lakeside gin, to a pink gin. But then we said, why don't we actually run a teaser campaign for three weeks? We worked with a, a local florist to design an amazing bouquet. We put some time and effort into photographing it. and in the lead up to that campaign, we actually got the same number of pre-sales that we got in total sales for the year before. So even before we'd actually launched it, we created so much buzz around and so much interest through great photos, great packaging, great digital ads that we built the anticipation that it started selling. So they actually had to triple the production run by the time that they launched it. So that was quite amazing. And it just shows you don't have to be ready on, on day one. Start marketing before you're ready. Um, just make sure that you invest in some great imagery and telling a great story because that's what people are buying at the end of the day. Next is Josh Strafstinski from J Marketing. The best success of a small business I've seen recently is a client called Advanced Business Abilities. 
This is a business coach who is absolutely sensational. I have never worked with someone who is better at using science to unlock the ability of business owners to overcome whatever is holding them back. He's incredible. What we are diagnosed is going to be really interesting for you because the solution wasn't spending more money on Facebook. It wasn't spending more money on Google. What we posed to him was, what's the number one channel? Where do clients most come from? He said, oh, it's easy. That's it's pass along. It's referral. So we sat down with him and we really worked on making a copy top, copy table book, maybe five, six pages big, nothing at all. How to refer Mike Irving from advanced business abilities. And what this was, was one page explaining exactly the problem that Mike solves. So that if I needed to reverse pitch Mike to you, very quickly, I could understand what he does and what sort of people he solves it for. There was another page which talked about the triggers, the things that people say and do that would indicate, hey, they would be a relevant person to refer Mike to. Page number three went through what to say and what not to say in, in dot point forms. And the final page was, this is the email template to send them and introduce them and the thing that I will do for free. Now, why is this such a relevant example when we're really talking about digital marketing? I mean, shouldn't it be those other advertising channels? Well, this comes back to everything that I talk about with my students, with my clients, anywhere. The fundamental of marketing comes down to, are you solving problems for people? And if you can't give an elevator pitch explaining what problem you solve for people, you don't have a scalable business. As a result, that guy I was talking about is on track to increase his revenue this year by 300%. And that was done the day after that document was created. Ladies and gents, Tim Hyde from Win More Clients is up now. Probably the best one I've seen was a, an events company um, based in Bali that we worked with late last year. Now, we know, you know during 2020, um, a lot of companies, and particularly events-based companies, were massively affected by restrictions and travel and not being able to sort of bring people together in a community. And one of the things we did with them was actually start to use an email campaign to survey their existing customer base. Um, I think we had, I went out to a fair few people, but uh, we had 350 of those respondents say that they would be open to spending up to $2,500 yesterday or as soon as possible to come onto a retreat. Now, obviously, a lot of people sort of itching to, <laughs> to, uh, to get back into, you know, the semblance of normal life following COVID, but, you know, one email effectively to your database and one email targeted the right way, generating half a million dollars worth of opportunity. While Marketing Builder is the name of this podcast, it's also the name of an awesome product that can help you sort through all the fluff of marketing advice out there and focus on the important stuff. Marketing Builder is a card-based system supplemented by online video lessons that walks you through, step-by-step, step, the most important things in a marketing plan, such as buyer personas, pipeline analysis, objectives, strategy, goals, budgets, and the fun and sexy stuff, the marketing tactics. And there's over a hundred of them for you to consider using. 
The card sorting process results in a visual representation of your marketing, where you can easily see how people will engage with your marketing as they move from awareness through to a customer or client. Whether you're a small business owner trying to develop a marketing plan that you can actually use and are confident in on that very limited budget, or a seasoned marketer wanting others in your organization to have real buy-in and engagement with your marketing, then Marketing Builder is perfect for you. Visit marketingbuilder.net for more information. Now, the reason you're listening. Let's head back to the show. And now we hear from Peter Ring from Altitude Brands. I don't term it as a marketing campaign. I, I term it as brand engagement. No marketing campaign is successful because uh, it's a marketing campaign. People don't buy marketing. They buy into brand propositions, right? So that's the key. That's a, that's a big differentiator that uh, don't market, build your brand or create a, a compelling brand proposition. An example of that was a brand I did a few years ago for Chris from C- Cream Residential. I mean, he was previously known as Cameron Real Estate, and it was a family business, and they had a really strong reputation for property management, but they struggled to compete with larger, high-profile agencies for sales listings. So they were, they were just known as a property management company. So Altitude was engaged for the de- development of a repositioning strategy, including a rename and design, and we, de- we developed a distinct value proposition for them and a visual identity. And we came up with Cream, which actually comes out of Cameron. You know, uh, all I did was, was play with the letters and... And I came up with uh, with cream. And then we developed an associated brand story and material. And we ensured that the brand visual identity captured the desired premium and yet remained approachable, etc. And pre the brand strategy process, Chris was very disillusioned with the business. Uh, he just couldn't get the rubber on the ground regarding sales. There was no real engagement from the team because they, they didn't know what they were. You know, were they in property management or real estate sales? And their market position for sales, which is the most profitable part of the real estate business, was was essentially non-existent. And the business performance wasn't as good as it should be, and the morale wasn't as good. Then post-brand strategy, Chris had a really, really strong sense and his team of re-engagement, spending time on the profitable part of the business. And they grew it by five to ten times um, quite rapidly. Their, their business net profit rose, rose by 500%. New staff have joined them, and they were heavily invested in the brand experience. And in that same year, Cream Residential won the best small agency of the year at the REI Awards. So it was a totally super, super successful story. And that's that's just one of them. But that's also trying to demonstrate the importance of the brand. The brand, in effect, is your business partner, is a business partner. If you've got four people in your business that are all partners, your brand is your fit. And you need to, uh, to treat it as such. And if you do, um, you'll be extremely successful. Our penultimate answer comes from David Pembroke from Content Group. I'll tell you a story from last year. And and again, one of the other big shifts now, and I think this is the big opportunity for people to be thinking, in a global world, in a digital world, there is as much opportunity for you to build a relationship online with somebody in your hometown as there is you know, in, on the other side of the world because that particular audience member uh, that you're engaging with has likely got some of the same and similar problems to what your existing client base may have in your hometown. So don't miss the opportunity to think big about where you can create value. And so we came up with this idea that government communications, public sector communications, which is uh, the, the space that we operate in, there, there hasn't been a, a big look at that for a long time. And in fact, the OECD have only now started to realise that government communication is fundamentally important 
And we realised in the pandemic that it was front and centre because citizens were wanting to know from their governments, you know, what's going on, what's the issues. And, and you could see the demand uh, from citizens for information from government. And in many cases, government was struggling to keep up and certainly struggling to keep up with some of the modern communication tactics, you know, creating video, creating engaging animations, making their content more visual, using social strategically. So there are a lot of things that weren't being done well. So we decided that we would create the world's first global GovComs festival. And so we threw it open to, to the world and we ended up getting 170 speakers from 25 countries who produced over 1,100 hours of content. We ran for 24 hours on about seven different stages on this uh, online platform that we had. And basically, we started in Canberra and then went around the world. So basically, when we hit Jakarta, we had content from Jakarta. When we got to Seoul in Korea, we had content from Korea. And so we were looking for that contextual piece in those different markets as we rolled around the world. But it was a simple idea that we then put out to the world, opened it up for everybody to come back to us. We ended up about 1,700 people registered, and the rankings that we pulled out of it were amazing. Every On every measure of satisfaction, um, we were over and above 95%. Now, it took a lot of time, uh, and it took a lot of effort to pull it off, but what that was was a simple idea, and then taking it from a simple idea to then translating it. But then the big opportunity for us or the, the, the big momentum that came behind, behind it was opening it up and letting people contribute. So we had, as I say, contributions from all over the world. And it was a simple idea. It didn't cost us anything apart from our own time and, and hard work. And we created enormous value for that particular community. And last but not least, Colin Ancy from RD Consulting rounds out our answers for what was the best result you have seen from a marketing campaign, specifically a small business. Oh, I, there's one I crushed. This is my best ever. It was actually a, a kid's camp for, to learn how to code. And it was for a company called Hacked, H-A-C-T, here in the A-C-T. Here are the numbers for you. Here's the campaign. And what it was was... It was $99 for 250 kids to spend a weekend at a school learning how to code and they got pizza and drinks and, yeah, taught how to do all kinds of beautiful, awesome coding. And so they did not have their, you know, phenomenal event but just didn't hadn't done their advertising to, to fill the seats. So we ran a Facebook ads campaign. We spent, and I remember it vividly, we spent $91.34 and in 2.5 days, which sold out 250 tickets to an event and had to close it off, it was done. It was, it was light. It was just for $91 Australian. It was ridiculous. But interestingly, for Facebook ads, if you're trying to attract kids to a camp, I assume they're under the minimum age for Facebook. Were those ads targeted at the parents, the people that would be making the booking and paying for those kids to go on the camp? Yeah, absolutely nailed it. Yeah, so taking that extra step of information, yeah, it was absolutely the parents. And so the ad said, 
um, here's an opportunity for your 10 to 17 year old child. Uh, so that was the age range, so largely the high school kind of area. And so we said, you'll be doing uh, 3D, augmented reality, you'll be uh, doing circuitry, electronics, that type of thing. And in the targeting, we actually so targeted the parents. And so we could choose that, yes, it was parents. You could choose they had kids, you could choose their age. And we could specify their interests around coding and electronics and computers and IT. And so it was a really well targeted. So I mentioned that $91.34 and it sold, you know, just over 250 tickets, but it hit just over 9,000 people in the Canberra region, which is where we targeted because the event was in Canberra. And it was very specific people who we knew had kids and we knew would have some level or likely interest in this topic because the parents did. So, you know, if potentially if a mother works in IT, it's likely the children have got some interest or connection to it. And so we used a number of factors and it really resonated and it was a great event, of course, as well. And so it sold very well. A simple question from Roddy Boyd from 23 Creative, but one where the answers give us so much insight about how marketing can and does work and also inspiration for us. So thanks again to Todd Wright from Three Sides Marketing, Josh Strafschinski from J Marketing, Tim Hyde from Winmore Clients, Peter Ring from Altitude Brands, David Pembroke from Content Group, and of course, Colin Anstey from RD Consulting for fielding. Roddy's question and we look forward to hearing from them again in the final episode of this listener question mini series when they answer Roddy's second question his other question what is your favorite way to market to people listeners if you would like to connect with any of our guests from this episode simply head to the show notes at marketingbuilder.net where I've listed their website and LinkedIn profile for you and that's a wrap for episode 44 and the eighth in the nine part listener question series I'm hoping that these build a great little resource for us all to visit whenever we need some advice and some insight inspiration loved this episode good make sure you don't miss the next one and subscribe to the show on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher tune in iheart radio or wherever it is you listen to your podcast i'd also love to hear from you on what marketing you're crushing at the moment maybe you're really nailing something or maybe you're stuck on something you're finding something tough you have a question you want some clarification you just want to share a story or you just want to say hi please connect with me on linkedin just search for daniel oyston that's o-y-s-t-o-n or follow marketing builder on facebook or instagram just search for Marketing Builder or the handle MKTBLD. Until next time, may your marketing be awesome and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Marketing Builder. This show was developed, hosted and produced by Daniel Oyston from Content Grasshopper, the creator of Marketing Builder. Marketing Builder is the easy-to-use, step-by-step card-sorting system for cutting through all the marketing fluff out there and to help you build a marketing plan you are actually on board with. For more information, visit marketingbuilder.net or contentgrasshopper.com.au. Thanks for listening.